I am becoming more beast and less man as this cursed skin grows into my flesh. There must be something we can do to stop this. You think I haven't tried? There's nothing we can do. I live by Odin's rules. I killed the beast, so I became the beast. Blood washes blood. A soul for a life, and an innocent heart given to the beast. What does it mean? It makes no sense. I should go now. Wait! Welcome to the Bad Princess Movie Podcast. This is the podcast that seeks to catalog all of the Telba movies about princesses and princesses to be. I am your host, Christy, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Bree. Why, hello there. And this week, we are trying to get into the Halloween spirit by taking a look at the not really Halloween-y, but I guess maybe kind of spooky, <laughs> um... It's movie. a you know, it's a it's a darker, more spookier movie. Yeah, kind kind yeah. of. But we it's, we are you know. we are looking at blood of beasts, blood of beasts, blood of beasts. A spooky, um, a spooky Viking, uh, <laughs> take on the Beauty and the Beast story. Yeah, like it's air quotes. Yeah, it's spooky. It's it's spooky-ish. There's a there's a dearth of Halloween themed princess films as we have mentioned before. Yes, so our, we yes. must broaden the categories a little bit. Yeah, and that's yeah that that is the thing is that very weirdly I we've talked about there aren't any good Halloween princess movies. The only thing that I can get close are these ones where it's just like it's kind of just a gory. It's not even that gory of a movie, but it's just, like, it's trying to be a more adult um, yeah. movie. And the easiest way to do that is just by having, like, some blood and some, I don't know, f- kind gore. of gore-ish. It's, it's like, party silly. S- party silly? Party, <laughs> party silly. Party silly. Oh. <laughs> it's like Halloween <laughs> gore. It's very much like a... Like you walk into a spirit Halloween, and this is the sort of fakey haunted house, spooky blood yeah. stuff. But like, it's fine, you know. It, it works. It's they're doing their best. It's is as good as we're gonna get for for Halloween movies um, <laughs> for this podcast. I think. Um, probably yeah, probably. What's funny? I might as well share this on the podcast itself. But uh, this is yeah. So this is this is the second episode going up in October for this year, <laughs> and I, I fully intended to like try my best to do like a full month <laughs> of kind of Octobery movies, <laughs> Halloweeny movies, um, and then I completely forgot that Space Pop was going to be the first movie <laughs> released in October. <laughs> Space pop. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, it was literally I. I was going to go pull out the movies uh, that I had picked out for this month, and I was just like, "Wait a minute! It's 
I was gonna put these up in October, but it's already October, and then, oh no! <laughs> oh shit. So we decided that Space Pop kind of counts because it's kind of like the, the ghost of a, of a series, <laughs> of a web yes. series. Yes, the faint, the faint haunting of a it's series. A little, yeah, it's a little bit haunted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little spooky. <laughs> uh, but we're saving the most, like, or at least, again, my best attempt at a Halloween movie for last this month. So look forward to that. But uh, yeah, for mm-hmm. this week... We're taking a look at Blood of Beasts. This is from 2005. And fun fact, Brie, uh-huh. but this is the third film that we have watched on this podcast from director David Lister. Yeah. Okay. I thought I knew I met, like recognized that name. Mm-hmm. Did he also do the other Dark Beauty and the Beast <laughs> movie we watched? Yeah, he did. Wow. Man's got, man knows what he wants to make movies about. And it's yeah. hot ladies and Beauty and the Beast. And you know, fair enough, it's man. It's kind of bizarre too. So this is this is his first take on the Beauty and the Beast story. Because Beauty and the Beast, a dark tale, was 2010. Um, so this was, as I said, 2005. Oh, um, okay. And, and then uh, for folks who want to know what the third movie was, that was... It was Dazzle or Secret of the Crystal, Secret of the Fairy Princess. It had multiple names. Um, oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that was him. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so a, that was a departure from his usual, wasn't it? Yeah, it's kind of it's funny. I <laughs> that was and that was of his films that we have seen on his podcast. That was one of the earlier ones that he did. Um, huh. He's also done, I'm looking at his IMDb right now, he's done something called Malibu Shark Attack. Amazing. I kind of just want to watch it based off the name. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't need to, this is going to be off pod, we just want to watch that now. Yeah. (laughs) Oh gosh, and he has, he actually, I'm recognizing a few other titles in his IMDb. Ooh. Um... I'm recognizing them mostly because I have I have one of those those um, DVDs where it's like eight movies on like two <gasps> discs. Yeah, the combo those, those combo packs. Yeah, and there's a few names of of t- two <gasps> titles that I know show up on one of those combo packs. So oh, I guess good. I have to look through a few of those. <laughs> oh, so. That's it's it's fair. I wonder, like, why two Dark Beauty and the Beasts? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, fair enough, I guess. But like, yeah, it's I. I wonder. It does make you wonder. Like, does he just have? Does he have a strange affection for the Beauty and the Beast story? But he just Maybe. thought there needed to be more boobas. Maybe. I feel like this one is it's similarly booby, but like slightly less Yeah. There's like there's the two female main characters, the two lady characters, and one of them will wear a full suit of armor, but the other one definitely goes about with with, <laughs> with some nice cleavage. Yeah, yeah. All the time. 
Yeah, and even though this is, again, sort of similar to Beauty and the Beast, a dark tale, this is supposed to be, like, um, an old-timey medieval oh, yeah, Viking no. period movie. <laughs> and, and nobody really looks like a legit Viking. Oh, God, no. They, they, they all look like, they look like Spirit Halloween yeah. uh, Vikings. I mean, they're not the worst costumes. They're not, like, awful. No. So I'll give them that. But, there there you know, was some production fine. value to this movie. They did yeah. get some, at least, like, two interesting locations. They got a boat. Yeah. They did have a boat. Yeah. They got access to a lake or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, some kind of body of water to shoot yeah. a couple scenes on. Yeah. The the little um the beast's lair is actually kinda cool. It looks like a like a legit little set that they built in the woods somewhere or something. Yeah. I feel like this one because you does this one you said this one was before the other one. Yes, yeah. I feel like they had maybe a little better set design and stuff for this one but i guess i don't really remember the other like i'm only remembering bits and pieces of <laughs> yeah of uh a dark tale beating the beast whatever uh but i feel like that one was a lot more like i i can't remember is that the movie where they had like the like the legitimate halloween prop like yes. piles of bones in the corner yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah, yeah. okay yeah. okay I, yeah I re-listened to that episode and recently, and yeah, we we did comment on that. And there's just some of the props looked very cheap, and some of the sets looked like they were just carved out of insulation mm-hmm. foam and just like with no other treatment yeah. done to them. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like maybe this one had a bit more kind of going on with it. Hmm. And and yet, I I guess there was just something something to the story that he was like, no, no, I have to do, I have, I have to, to do, do it, it again. again, I have to do it right. Uh, you know, props for persistence, I guess. Yeah, I hope I hope he's he's satisfied. Actually, yeah, no, I hope. I, I, I never no. mind. Actually, I hope he's not because I I would oh, love yeah. if he gave this one another go. You know what. Maybe, maybe give it another shot. Yeah, just keep making Beauty and the Beast stories until you get it right. And we'll keep watching them. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, Christy, do you want to go, do you want to <laughs> go into this air quotes Viking version of, yes. uh, of Beauty and the Beast? Yes, let's get into it. Let's go through right. the plot summary for David Lister's Blood of Beasts. Blood of Beasts. <laughs> the film begins in a flashback where we see a group of happy Vikings frolicking in the water. Of particular note are a man and woman, Agnar and Freya, who are obviously in love. We then cut to three years later, and while we are reunited with Freya, Agnar is nowhere to be seen. Instead, there's Sven, the spoiled and selfish Viking warrior who insists that Freya will become his wife, regardless of whether or not Freya, 
who is actually the Viking's princess, wants to marry him. I have to go. Give her time, Sven. She's had all the time she needs. Before this fall, she will be my wife. Unfortunately for Freya, her father, King Thorson, is on Sven's side, as he thinks he's the best choice to succeed him in leading their people. Although Freya protests that she doesn't trust Sven, let alone love him, she sadly resigns herself to the marriage. Later that night, King Thorson declares to the village that the next day, a boat of their finest men will set sail for the cursed island of Gunnir, an island in their kingdom that they believe was cursed by Odin. The sickly King Thorson has decided that before he dies, he wants to reclaim the island for his people. Freya flashes back to three years ago, where she watched as a group of villagers, Agnar among them, sailed off to the island, where they were all apparently killed by a bloodthirsty beast that dwells on the island. Since then, no one has set foot on the cursed island, and since then, Freya has worn the necklace that Agnar gave her before he sailed off. With that, the king and his men set sail, eventually arriving on Gunnir. Before too long, they are attacked by the beast, who easily overpowers them, killing several men in the process. Sven decides to flee, taking with him his injured friend Eric, leaving the king behind with the beast. They flee the island and return to the village where Sven lies and says that he saw the king killed by the beast, and that he is now taking his place as named heir. Says who? I say! Thorsen's named heir. Your king. Thorsen's dead. Let Odin keep his island. In reality, however, the king is still alive, although he has been imprisoned by the beast and the experience is only making him sicker. Back in the village, an angry Freya demands that her father's supposed death be avenged, offering her hand in marriage to whomever kills the beast. Thanks to Sven's lies, and him insisting that Freya is already his betrothed, none of the men take Freya up on her offer. However, feeling guilty, Eric meets with Freya in private and confesses that Sven lied, that they didn't see the king be killed by the beast. Last time I saw your father, he was alive. In the clutches of the beast, but alive. Freya, I, I don't know why. But I sensed he was not going to kill him. I, I could be wrong. Odin knows I was not thinking straight. Freya, forgive me. But my conscience tells me Thorson lives. Determined to either rescue or avenge her father herself, Freya and her best friend Ingrid secretly prepare a boat and set off for the cursed island. Meanwhile, back on the island, the king speaks with the beast, confused as to why the beast is bothering to keep him alive. The beast reveals in conversation the curse caused him to attack friend or foe with no means to stop himself. So I'm not locked in. You're locked out. I know you, Thorson. You seek to test me, to bring out the animal within. If you succeed, you will thank your Odin and your behind these bars. At that moment, Freya and Ingrid arrive on the island. The beast, mistaking the armored Freya for a young boy, tells her to put down her bow and fight him hand to hand like a man, saying that he'll let Ingrid and the king leave if she does. Freya agrees and puts down her bow. 
She and the beast begins to fight, but while they are doing so, Ingrid grabs Freya's bow and shoots the beast. It wounds him, but even still he easily overpowers Freya. But before he can land the killing blow, the beast spots Freya's necklace and halts his attack, seemingly recognizing it and Freya. The beast is angry about being shot with the bow by Ingrid, accusing Freya of breaking her word. To make things right, Freya offers to stay behind on the island while Ingrid returns home with the sickly king. The beast agrees, and so Ingrid sails home, telling Freya that she'll return with help. That night on the island, Freya finds herself just as confused as her father when the beast treats her with kindness. Freya asks the beast about Agnar, and if the beast knows what happened to him. Was he your prisoner for a while? Please, tell me. I need to know. Is he dead? The warrior Agnar that you knew is dead. Wait, please. How do you know about the pendant? Did you talk with Agnar? Did he remember me? Yes. He remembers you. How could he ever forget? The beast also explains the curse. One day while on a hunt, a man speared one of Odin's favorite creatures. In a fit of rage, Odin cursed the man to wear the skin of the beast he killed and take its place as Odin's monster. Freya believes there must be a way to break the curse, but the beast is unconvinced. Back in the village, Ingrid has arrived with the king, and Sven's lies have been revealed. Unfortunately, the king is near death's door, and so it falls to Eric to rally the troops to return to the cursed island and free Freya. Back on the island, days have passed, and Freya and the Beast have bonded so much that the two nearly share a kiss, with Freya remarking how much the Beast reminds her of her beloved Agnar. Unfortunately, it is at that moment that the men arrive. Freya tries to stop them, but the men, armed with bows and arrows, finally seem to triumph over the beast. Under Sven's orders, the seemingly lifeless corpse of the beast is strung up and the island lit on fire. Freya reluctantly joins the men in sailing back to their village, and Freya is reunited with her father. In spite of everything that happened, the king still declares that Sven will be his heir and insists that Freya marry Sven. Back on the island, the beast's corpse stirs, and by the light of the full moon, he returns to life. Off-screen, he journeys to the village, where he interrupts the wedding ceremony, and not only challenges Sven for Freya's hand, but declares himself to be Agnar. And so, a vicious fight to the death commences, where it seems as though Sven might be victorious. Sven moves to stab the beast, but Freya leaps in front of him, taking the blow instead. Sven dies from the wounds inflicted on him in the fight, and Freya too begins to die. As she does, the curse on Agnar is lifted, and he returns to his human self. <laughs> Your face. You're free now. Odin has lifted his curse. Blood to wash away blood. My soul. You always had my heart. I love you, Freya. I've always loved you. I know. Freya.
And so the movie begins to draw to a close. Freya is placed on a funeral boat, which is lit on fire according to Viking custom. The film ends as the funeral pyre burns, with Agnar and the rest of the village looking on. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the end. This and that's one. just, it just, it's just over. Okay. Yeah. She, Freya dies. This one is kind of, it, it, it's admittedly, it was a little shocking the first time I watched this because. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's over. It's done. What do you, yeah. Uh, huh? And, and Freya, Freya dies. The princess dies. Um, you know, yeah. and obviously, because most of the films we watch about princesses are aimed at younger kids, uh, we don't often see a princess movie where the princess uh, dies just, at the end. Just fucking dies at the end. Yeah, it was yeah. a little bit wild. I was like, what kind of like weird ass pull are they going to do to make her like, she'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, you're like, oh, I you're guess not. Like, <laughs> you're like waiting for her to get up. Like even when yeah, the yeah, on like fire. the 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 magic of no, not it. Well, I meant more like <laughs> when she was dying in his arms. I was like, okay, well she'll be fine. She'll yeah, she'll get back up. Yeah, it was just just nope. a flesh wound. <laughs> nope, it's just a flesh wound. She'll be fine. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of funny too because this movie establishes that the beast has some kind of super fast healing. Um, yeah, well, like he's he's air quotes killed and then like shows back up again. Yeah, yeah. So like, we already know he's not gonna die, girl. Just let him get yeah. stabbed and then run off with him. That's the thing is that this dude we saw him get shot with like a dozen arrows. He was strung up and he was half burned and he came back to life no problem. And for some reason, Freya thinks that she needs to to intercept. Just this little yeah. <laughs> fucking stab wound that Sven tried to give the beast. Yeah, like, what? Just, girl, stop. Yeah, he probably <laughs> would have been about fine. about it for more than nothing. Like, come yeah. on. What would have been fine? Just, what have been fine? I, I, it's, it's, so, it's so unnecessary. It's kind of amazing. But, yeah, she, like, she just fucking perishes. And mm-hmm. then the... <laughs> The movie and, just is over. Yeah, the movie just ends on her. It's it's just it's a real weird note to end the movie on. It's very bizarre. Uh, especially too, because the king, the king is watching on as his only child, uh, is dead, and it's basically all his stupid fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's. And you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Because I what? thought I knew this tidbit. And, like, don't don't come for me if, if I'm wrong. Because, like, I, I didn't do a lot of research. But I, I, I knew from just, like, having an interesting interest in, like, medieval and fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what Vikings are, were remarkably, you know, they, they, they had part of their culture? Divorce. Really? A, a woman could could in fact just leave her husband. <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> oh, okay. 
That would have made things you a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you know, like, okay, so like this whole, so even even not even ignore, uh, not even acknowledging that this whole fucking thing, F- Freya needing to marry Sven. The movie makes a point. The king is very fixated on Sven marrying Freya because he thinks he's the best choice to lead their people. Okay? Fine. If you think that, whatever. You don't need to marry your fucking daughter to the dude. You could yeah. just say just he becomes the king. him as heir. Yeah. Yeah. You, I guess, you I don't... mean, maybe he was like, this is how I'll make sure my daughter is taken care of or something. Yeah. But like... If she's like, I fucking hate this guy. I yeah. don't want to marry him, and they're like, and he's like, just do it anyway. Well, yeah, she <sighs> she is so clearly miserable about the idea of being married to Sven. She tells multiple people that she doesn't want to marry marry him. Yeah, and and it's to the point that the king even doubts himself because he has this conversation. Yeah, he's like, I was like, if you have to ask the question, I have this note. If you have to ask the question, am I right to force X to do Y? Probably <laughs> you're not right. Yeah. Probably no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're forcing someone to do anything, probably not a good move no matter what. Yeah, like, it's... Stop, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so bizarre, too. Because at the end of the fucking movie, like, because Sven is obviously, we'll have to talk a bit more about him in later, but he's obviously- well, Sven he's, is our Gaston. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's he's very clearly the Gaston in the story, but he's also like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I can't tell if, like, he actually wants to marry Freya or if it's just that it's just part of the package deal for him, that he wants to be king and maybe he just wants the legitimacy of her also marrying him. I don't know. But I think he, I think a little bit of both. Like, I I have a feeling he's one, he comes off as one of those dudes that's like, I'm gonna have this lady as like a, like, I, I am owed this woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, mm-hmm. but he's just, uh. he's, so, he's so very clearly like, he's very power hungry like as soon as the king on the island is in any kind of danger like that's like that's Sven's fucking out of there yeah yeah he just fucking like just grabs Eric and just yeets it to the fucking boat and and everybody of course this is you know I don't know if this is like actual viking culture but in this movie they definitely try and portray it as this like you know you fight to the death and you're king like, Freya kind of calls Sven when he returns to the island. Like, you are here and your king is dead? Why aren't you- why didn't you also fucking die protecting your king? I tried to tell him, but it was adamant about sticking his claim on the island. He died a Viking, sword in hand, sacrificing his life so Eric and I could survive. But you still live. Your king is dead, and you still live. Gang, Jarl, Kogo, Rain, all fell with the king. The 
But you still live! Yes. And so do the others, and so will our people, because they know not to meddle in the affairs of the gods. If Odin wants the cursed island, then let him have it. Coward! Why are you still yeah. alive? You should have been protecting him down to the, like, last man standing. Yeah. But instead, you're just, you're just yeah. here. What the fuck is yeah. going on Because Sven, what he cared about most is that he wanted to be king. And he, as soon as he, he yeah. kind of gets the position while King Thorson is unknowingly still alive on the island... He he just settles into the role very, very quickly. And so you would think when the king comes back and and he regains his health and he's able to see and maybe hear from the other survivors about how, hey, so Sven um, was like super eager for you to die and take your throne. And he's also maybe a bit of a jerk. You would think maybe... He is admitted to, like, not trying to help you, yeah. when, you were, when you were literally in the jaws of the beast yeah. or whatever. Like, he was he was revealed to be deliberately, like, eschewing the truth to, yeah. to get your role as king. You would think that King Thorson would maybe second guess whether this man was right for the role, let alone good enough to marry his only daughter. And yet... Yeah. And yet, at, and yet he's like, actually, Sven still rules. And yeah. you're like, bro, yeah. buddy, no one even respects him anymore. No! Uh, yeah, I wish they took a vote at like, the end. Like, who wants this fucker <laughs> to be king? And it probably would be the, only the king would yeah. put up his hand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's so, like, the whole, I, so there's like a bit of a lead up to the beast coming back and interrupting the marriage ceremony, we see a bit of Freya. I don't know if the wedding has already happened or, like, if this is, like, the pre-wedding activities. I think it's, like, the pre-wedding because when the beast comes back, he's like, I'm a challenge for her hand. And they can't, they're not just like, um, she's yeah, already married. Like, yeah, you're like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, though. Too oh, long. shit. Never mind. <laughs> um, Damn but, it. But, yeah, like, like, uh, Freya is so fucking miserable. She's just sitting there with, like, her head. She, yeah, she is, like, visibly just, like... Yeah, just, like... Miserable. Miserable. Char like, other characters are remarking on how fucking miserable she looks. And especially when yeah. Sven does this little speech and he talks about how he'll give the king lots of grandkids... And the and the king the Gross. king just kind of like nods and smiles at this, and it's just like, oh my god, yeah, this is this is fucking gross, dude. Yeah, like this this dude just sucks. And, yeah, he sucks. He sucks so bad. And, and apparently, everyone but the king yeah. can see it. And and then at the end, after the king has seen his only daughter needlessly die, due in part to him pushing her into a marriage she clearly didn't want. As he's watching her funeral pyre burn, all he can say is, she's at peace now. And it's like, um, like, bruh, she, they, she could have been at peace a lot earlier. She, yeah, she could have, 
been having peace in her living life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And, and and like and oh. Sven is dead too, so now it's like, hey, guess you lost your fucking would-be heir too, shithead, so Womp womp, idiot. Uh, what, you know, what, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to feel bad for the king or sympathize with him in any way, but I should. I don't know, man. I hope not, because they don't. good. (laughs) It's kind of to the point, like, where, like, obviously I don't want Freya to die in the story. Like, it would have been, like... You know, but no. at the same time, I'm like, that's what you get for being a shithead king. These are the consequences of your actions, you little turd. <laughs> yeah, you... <laughs> you brought this on yourself, and unfortunately, also on your daughter. Yeah. Idiot. I don't... This is this is a thing. You see this in movies where the king wants to make sure that his line gets passed on or something. But he, he like, talked about... There's just, like, one brief scene where he talks about how I have no sons, um, and so, you know, I must marry you to Sven. That's part of his reasoning, I guess. Um, but, like, why is that a problem for Freya to, to, like, solve? If you want a fucking son to pass your kingdom on to, go out there and start finding some, (laughs) some willing ladies who... You're, you're still alive! Go, go! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like I this is like a thing with dudes. Like y- you could just have you could have babies. You don't have a, a time limit. Like yeah, you don't you know, like, <laughs> you could just keep you going. Just keep going. Keep just trying. keep doing it. Just like yeah. I go guess. fucking go try and make some babies. See what happens. <laughs> you know, why are you you forcing your daughter to, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Like why why don't, this is, don't make this her yeah, problem. This, this is your fucking problem to solve. Oh, man. I just feel bad for Freya. Yeah. She, it's, yeah, it's just kind of sad to see this. This is this is definitely it's a bit of a downer movie because a lot of the movie you just see this this poor woman sadly resigning herself to marry this shithead dude. Um yeah. And then when she finally gets a taste of happiness, uh she takes a knife to the the stomach. She gets one of those instant kill uh gut yeah. wounds. You know, how how gut wounds always kill you immediately. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're actually, they take a long time, and it's really bad. Oh, Movies have oh lied no. to you. Maybe that, maybe there's like an end of credit scene that we both missed, where she's like, <laughs> <laughs> she like wakes up on the Oh boat. god, where she's, I mean, I understand why they do it, because like, sh- let's show the, the people languishing away as they as they perish is not exactly yeah. you know good cinema or fun things to watch but it is always funny when someone gets one knife wound to the gut and it's like instantly yeah. dead I mean oh, yeah, he, all right humans okay. are definitely weird like that though where it's like there's there's people who have survived falling out of airplanes but then there's also people who like fell backwards onto um like 
just like the floor and then they're dead like it just hits them yeah like why are we built this way yeah why are humans like (laughs) built different negative it's it's just like a like humans are just the equivalent of the death star where it's like ah we are this perfectly engineered (laughs) thing but then here are all these like little fucking airports and you could here's these little (laughs) little flaws you shoot your laser beam into and then just explode (laughs) <laughs> oh man do you want to talk about Sven a little bit I fucking alright yeah let's talk about fucking Sven I... and his stupid little front yeah, brain yeah his little front he, it's just like little <laughs> I don't know why it's almost like it's like the, the it's... shitty so it's silly. It's like the shitty version of the little Superman spit curl, but it's just this little braid that hangs yeah. down. It's just this little braid. And I it's it's great because it's it's like it's at the exact right height that I have to imagine there's sometimes that if he moves his head very quickly, he fucking pokes himself in the just eye. Just thwaps him. Oh yeah. It's, it's just, oh yeah. Right in the right eye. There. Like It's such a like a strange little design just, choice that they're like, we're going to put just a tiny little yeah. braid just right on the front here. And it's not like the extra thing about it is that it's like it's a little braid, but it's also got a really chunky like little little tie yeah. on it. So it's not even like it wisps down artistically. It's like a little front braid yeah. and then this chunk of, of hair tie. And it just is so silly. Yeah. It's great. I it's it's such a it's such a bizarre choice. Oh, so it's almost like they like they looked at him and they're like, no, he's not like Viking enough. We need, yeah, we need to make him a little more Vikingy. Yeah. Like, what do I have? Oh, Vikings have braids. Let's just put like a braid in there. But then instead of just like doing it like you would think normally, you would put a little braid in someone's hair. <laughs> you know, like they would have to cut it to like. There's just like this. Yeah, they had to, like, cut a chunk of this. Well, here's the thing. Maybe they wanted to braid his real hair, but this this poor actor clearly has some kind of, like, you can see his hair underneath and it's short. But then, like, he's also got this sort of, like, long, almost wig piece on top that's, like, super greasy and hangs in, like, even <laughs> strands. But, like, between the curls of his natural hair. It's so hard to describe, but it's such a weird yeah. choice. Yeah, I don't, they, they obviously didn't have a huge budget for, like, some nice-looking wigs. No. So. Oh, you, no. No, 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 they uh, sure didn't. I mean, they tried. They did the best they could with what they had with but... with Sven as, as Sven as you mentioned he's he's the guest on of this movie except they yeah. handled him almost like in a just like in a worse way because in Disney's Beauty and the Beast they they kind of make it very clear why the townspeople would like Gaston like he's this big burly dude he's the best hunter He's, you know, we see him, yeah, like, leaping yeah. around, and he's shooting stuff, so he's, and he's got this big jerk charm to him. Um, where, yeah. Yeah, like, you could tell, okay, I could see why people would buy into him, because on the surface, he definitely seems like he's the cool guy. Um, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. With Sven, though, we're told that he's apparently this great warrior, and he's the best pick for the leader of the village, and yet... 
we're kind of just like taking them at their word for that because he doesn't really seem all that fucking great. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they show him like sword fighting at the beginning, and he's he's good at it, and so I guess from that we're meant to extrapolate like he is good at all these things. I I guess he's big strong man. Um. And he definitely doesn't suck ass. <laughs> I just. Uh, I just, like, don't see it. He just seems so fucking generic. Like, really, what's the difference between yeah, him yeah. and Eric, who who doesn't suck ass? I, <laughs> I don't know. Eric clearly sucks less yeah. ass. I don't know. He's Maybe he's, he, maybe he does have that charisma. Uh, we just don't get a chance to see it because it happens in the three years they see Yeah, past. yeah, apparently. which is such a i i understand why they do it after a fashion Mm -hmm. but like it was so funny to be like all right here's these uh hot people uh they're going for a swim there there's these two of them they're in love um six years later you're like oh (laughs) wait what do you mean six years later what happened well and it's don't worry about it's so (sighs) It's so unnecessary, I think, for the story that, like, we don't need this pre-existing relationship, at least in my opinion. It just, like, Mm -hmm. we could have cut this shit out and just given it a bit more time on the island for Freya to fall in love with the man who looks like he's crawling out of a bear. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um. We'll have to <laughs> design on this beast is so much. Okay, we'll yes, get there. We'll get, get there. there. But yeah, it's just, it's. I think they would have been better off if there wasn't a pre-existing relationship. And and again, we got to see them interact more on the island because in the movie itself, it comes off like it just feels really rushed that all of a sudden Freya and oh, yeah. the beast are like ready to fucking kiss each other. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's sort of meant to be like she she's already in love with him because he she was already in love with the man he was before. Yeah. Like he was the he was the guy she loved beforehand. So now she already is like, damn, I'm into this guy. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah. This is this is fine. There, there's a real weird moment in like their falling in love, almost kissing bit, where she, like, she tells the beast that she reminds him not just of Agnar, but of her dad, but also of her dad. <laughs> yeah. Real, like, okay. That's kind of. That's not not the time um, for it. It's not the vibe. Yeah, but all no, right. it's not. I. I Oh, I fucking, I loved that moment when they're frolicking together, though, because they start... Oh my god, where they're having a little, like, tee-hee, little Yeah, giggle. they're playing, like, hide-and-seek, and it is yeah. it's just bizarre. Because, <laughs> again, this man, we'll talk, let's talk about the Beast's design, because he is a man... Okay! He looks like he, like, was, <laughs> like, eaten by a bear, but he's crawling his yeah. way back out of the mouth. <laughs> So weird. Like I couldn't. I feel like I looked away 
just briefly, like, I think I was looking down, taking notes, and then I looked back up when they first show him, like, howling on the island, so I only saw, like, a split second of, of him uh, in profile when he's doing the, yeah. or whatever, and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I just didn't, I didn't replay it, because I was like, I'm, I'll find out later, but I want to know what the hell yeah. that was. Um, and then I saw him, and I was like, what is this? Because it's like, it's a man who looks like he's wearing a pelt, yeah. kind of, but like a really big one. Um, and the mouth of the pelt is open and around his face, but then his human face is just in the mouth of yeah, this pelt. Yeah, And has some, like, some, like, makeup on it to make it look a little, like, creepy. And some, like, fake hair glued to the to his... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, the the fake hair, which I was kept like I could for a while. I kept thinking like, is that dirt? Like, what the fuck is that? Is it supposed to be a mustache? Like, <laughs> it's just like hanging off of his face, just fake and hair clumps. Yeah, it's it's such a like it's such a bizarre design choice to just put his full human face in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> It's just great. It's like he's playing peekaboo inside the bear. I yeah. love it so much. And it's like it is wild cuz and like when he explains how it happened, I actually like I actually kind of really like the yeah. explanation for why he gets cursed and like it also does kind of make the costume make a little more sense. Mm -hmm. Cuz it's like he found Odin's favored beast, which I assume must be a wolf. Is um, it? I, he looked and, very bear-like to me. Yeah. I don't think Odin's got a bear. I, he, I know he has two pet wolves. Oh, like in actual, um, so in maybe, actual mythology? Yeah, in like actual oh. mythology. He has a couple of ravens and a couple of wolves or crows. And two birds and two, two yeah. wolves. Um, so maybe it was meant to be wolf-like. And he this he was just like hunting. He was just on a hunting party and thought he was killing a, a regular animal. And Odin was like, mm -hmm. "Hey, fuck you! That was my special my wolf. special my special guy. You, my special little guy. Put on his skin. Now you're my special <laughs> little guy." <laughs> so I like that. I like that. That's a better way that he told it. <laughs> now, now you're my special little guy. <laughs> Oh, so good. But yeah, I I agree. Uh, that is, I I like his explanation of how he got cursed, especially because as he's talking, he like he tells Freya that he doesn't quite remember if he was the beast or the man because he remembers as both yeah. of them. Like their consciousnesses are kind of merged together. I remember a hunt. There were many warriors, and I remember the fear as they tracked me. Or oh, the beast remembers. I was tracking the beast. Oh, things are so blurred. It was me who cornered Odin's pet, and I that drove my spear into its heart. Then in a fit of rage, Odin's wrath descended on me. And I blacked out. When I came to, I was as you see me now, 
forced to wear the skin of the beast I killed and made to take the place of Odin's monster. Yeah, which is like, it's really neat. It's, it's a genuinely just a really f like interesting, cool way to like have this come yeah. about. And, and I like it because it makes the, so like there's this whole thing about how during the day, Agnar is in more control over the beast and at night the beast yeah. form comes out more and and so it kind of like it makes it sense it makes a bit sense there that there are these two consciousness inside of them that are battling it out and with Freya's presence there it, it obviously it, it's like motivation for Agnar to be more present and to be more in control even at night so it's like uh, yeah I really like that bit um yeah it, it's it's a shame that that's not in a better movie. It's one of those things that I I wish yeah. that I could steal and put in a better movie. Like I want to I want to have that taken and expanded upon in a really good yeah. movie. <laughs> and, but I will say like, and I guess uh, getting to the, we usually come to this at the end. This is a fun yeah. film. Like I I did enjoy giving this one a yeah. watch. It's it. So like it's not a it's not the worst movie I've, we've ever looked at. It's definitely a, like a fun time, just like uh, the other beating yeah. one was by this it's guy. It's like a nice like there's a nice goofiness to it, you know. Like everybody, everybody yeah. is trying their fucking hardest to play this, play this seriously, and as a result, it just makes it a pleasure to watch because it's it's just you yeah. can't help but laugh. There, and there's just enough like ridiculous things around it that you're like yeah okay. uh, uh but yeah no i like i really liked i really like this take on yeah. the beast uh maybe not the design <laughs> so much but I, I it does make sense once it's explained that it's a pelt that he is slowly kind of merging yeah, with yeah and not just like <laughs> i don't know meant to be that i don't know yeah i oh <laughs> uh, i i will say the movie so the movie does this really confusing thing about um so there's talk about ragnar agnar's father and i don't follow what they're trying to say or if it actually has any relevance to the movie um but basically the so the beast has this island and the inhabitants of the island are said to be Ragnar's people that the encampment that they live in what was is what was left of a village that they tried to establish on the island and Freya specifically says yeah. that the people on this island were from her village so they were from their village but led yeah. by Ragnar and yeah. the flashback you see Agnar and the other sailing off has this very somber vibe to it. So it's not just like a, you know, it's not just see you next summer kind of thing where, you know, maybe they're, 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 they're part, they're not parting under happy circumstances. And there's also this talk with the king where they talk about Ragnar and how the curse has something to do with him, or at least they're assuming it. But then, of course, it turns out that the curse was all because of Agnar uh, hunting the beast, Odin's, Odin's special guy. 
and how he was punished for it. <laughs> but then, but yeah, yeah, but there's, but then, so then why does the king think that Agnar's father had something to do with it? He specifically has lines where they discuss, you know, what, ha- they're, they just talk like in very veiled, like, you have to forget what happened to Agnar's father and that it was against uh, uh, he, the king's advice that Ragnar made his choice. But like, what, what, what choice was that? What fucking happened? There it is. At last, our banner will fly over all of our lands. Well, I hope it'll ease your soul and kill the beasts that Ragnar's death gave birth to. You think I wallow in the past? It was against your advice that Ragnar made his choice. Yes. But did we help him? No. Did we avenge his death? No. Did we protect his son? No. It was Odin's will. Odin. The weaker I get, the less I worry about Odin and his likes and dislikes. What I put together was that this island had Odin's special little guy <laughs> on it. Um, and uh, Ragnar was like, I'm a, hey, king, I'm gonna go settle that, that island and I'm gonna go put a thing on there. And everyone's like, maybe you shouldn't do that. That's Odin's special little guy as island. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna do it anyway. And they go out there and they <laughs> they put together this, this, this village. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, Agnar joins them and they have this whole village going on. And then he accidentally kills uh, kills the beast and becomes the beast. And because he's the beast, he kills everyone because he can't not yeah. kill them because the beast is there. And that's yeah. what happened. So it's like it's it's Ragnar's. I, I, I feel like the idea is that because he hunted. This is where he hunted Odin's special little little beastie. <laughs> Um, maybe that was sort of the reputation of this island that it's like, this is, this is, uh, this is Odin's place. We don't really go there. And then it got worse after, uh, Agnar killed, killed the beastie. Yeah, maybe that. I don't know. I'm extrapolating. Like that's, that was, that's just what I can make sense of. I mean, uh, that, I, I, I can follow that. I guess I'm, this is another thing in this movie where I'm like, why did they bother with this? Like, they could have just not had that scene at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's just very weird. So I don't, I don't understand. And it didn't help that you have Agnar and Ragnar. And then there's also <laughs> another very minor character called Agar, or who is like the first dude who gets yeah. killed on the island. So it's very it's sort of confusing to follow at times. Who the fuck is, is being talked about um, in this movie? <laughs> this is very unnecessary. Yeah. Please don't. They're like, we have this list of 15 air quotes Viking yeah. names. Pick. We're going to have to use all 15. Yeah. <laughs> It does. It does make it funny um, when you have like all of these Viking names, and then I know that it's actually a Viking name, Eric. Um, Eric, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's just, <laughs> but it's, it's so it sounds so modern, normal yeah. with, yeah. 
Well, that's like learning that Tiffany is, in fact, a really old yeah. name. Yeah, because that one's like medieval, is isn't Tiffany it? short for? Yeah. Wait. Tiffany has been around for a very long time. Because I knew, like, you have Tiffany's and, and like, Tiffany Glass and, and that. So I, like, I knew that it was, like... I always knew that it was, like, like old enough that it was, like, a fancy thing that people desired. But, yeah, it is, like, a very, like, like even older than that. Far, far older. Tiffany is a girl's name of Greek origin. Okay. From, from the anglicized version of Theophania, which is, you know, probably I'm not pronouncing it right, but, you know. I did, I will admit to part way through this movie while there was slower scenes with less happening, <laughs> reading up on some, <laughs> on some like Norse mythology yeah. lore and, and Viking stuff. And I'm like, that's, that's why I was like, don't take my word for it. But I did read that you could just get divorced <laughs> in like Viking society. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, and, the, and like you, you talking about like Odin's like Odin's actual pet or like having wolves. For yeah, pets, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna guess that they did not actually look that shit up. I I feel like it was probably. I mean, they might. I don't. I they they, they yeah. were probably. I mean, they might no. have looked it up, but then they were like, oh, but I kind of want a bear though, and so they're like, oh, well then, okay, we'll just make his. What if we sort of make him special? Yeah, he has he had animal familiars, the wolves and forgive me for my pronunciations, Gary and Frecky, and the Ravens Hugin and Moonin. <laughs> Sorry, what is name? And then he flies named Gary? <laughs> G-E-R-I. Okay, okay. Gary. I was like thinking like, like Gary. Gary Oak. Just fucking It's <laughs> fucking Gary. Just Gary. And, and then he rides Sleepmere. Oh, hi. Which is the the sun uh, the, the horse yeah. that his son adopted son Loki yeah had. that's Loki's special little guy Norse mythology is fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Norse mythology oh, is fun oh my goodness I think like there's oh. so many like fun mythologies out there they're just like just like fun to learn about because they're always so interesting in the stories yeah. they tell or like I don't know, it's just like shenanigans. There's a lot of shenanigans in other mythologies that Yeah. Oh, okay, what a oh boy. There's there's a this movie's got a lot. Uh <laughs> these dudes are all so greasy and their wigs are so bad. At least know. they tried to dirty them up because that was definitely something Oh yeah, no, it looks it looks yeah. good. Like it, well, it, it looks like they gave a real shit about yeah. it. Like they gave yeah. an effort, for sure. It's it's better than um, Beauty and the Beast of Dark Tale because we noted in that movie that everybody looked just very pristine. Like nobody looked like they had actually yeah. like worn these clothes, worked a day yeah. in their lives. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, throw some grease on there. I'm I'm all I'm pro grease. <laughs> grease these yeah. men up. Uh, the uh, the costumes are, by and large, fairly yeah. decent. Like they do a good job of giving the these are meant to be Vikings vibes. Mm -hmm. They don't look like people actually wore them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like 
Like they look like a costume, yeah. but like you know, it is at, what it at is. At least, uh, except for maybe <laughs> yeah. Freya's like. Uh, I mean, she just looks like she's in a sexy Viking costume. Yeah, I, I honestly, I would say both of the ladies. I feel like they. Yeah, Freya and Ingrid are just looking like some. Yeah. Like they went down to uh, to Spirit Halloween, got the 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 deluxe costume. Well, I think I'll give I think that Freya. The expensive Freya one. Freya got but... the deluxe costume. Ingrid, I feel like she maybe got the cheaper one, and she also didn't want to do anything with her hair, so she just has no. her very, very modern hairstyle throughout the movie. Her very normal blonde yeah. hair. Yeah, and it it is yeah. just yeah. kind of funny to see them side by side. <laughs> They both kind of look like they've gone to the Ren yes, Fair. Yes, yeah. Actually, everyone in this movie kind of <laughs> looks like they've gone to the Ren Fair, except for the Beast. And even he's kind of a little bit Ren yeah. Fair. And that's not a knock on Ren Fairs or the people who do costumes at Ren mm-hmm. Fairs. Some of those are probably better yeah. than <laughs> what is in this, but you know. I Yeah, I know. They need to. Some of these smaller budget films need to hit up cosplayers more. Like, because yeah. there's like some like cosplayers are the types of people that if you throw them into a room with like just like some stuff you got from the dollar store, they will figure something out, you know, and it'll it'll, <laughs> it'll look good on camera. And it'll look yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. I will say special mention, though, to Freya's little little tan dress that she wears while she. <laughs> Like the mini dress that she's wearing while she's on the island with the beast. It's like, it's just sort of like a sexy short little sleeveless dress. Mm -hmm. But they added some like X's with cords on it to make it. (laughs) (laughs) To try and make it look like it didn't come off the rack at Walmart. Yeah, some like little laces on it to make it look a little Viking. But mostly it just looks like a sexy little dress. I I really like when she is in her armor on the island, and yeah. specifically, Freya's all decked out in armor, and then there's Ingrid just there in a shawl and her normal-ass clothes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, she's- I have that note, Blondie really rolling into the arena tits out. <laughs> like, she- <laughs> like... Oh, God. It's just, it's so funny. Like, Ingrid, like Ingrid, because Ingrid didn't originally, wasn't originally planning on going to the island. Or, well, I, Freya wasn't planning on taking Ingrid with her. But Ingrid showed up and was basically yeah. like, I am going with yeah. you, whether you like it or not. So let's go. Or I'm going to scream and alert the entire village. And so Freya's yeah. like, okay, well, let's go. And they immediately set off. But, like... Come on, Ingrid, you didn't think that you might need, like, some fucking, like, at least put some chainmail on or something. You're going to an island of a deadly beast. More than nothing at all, Ingrid, please. Ingrid is pretty great, though, for the, (laughs) like, for just... Oh, yeah. Ingrid and Eric are, like, the, like, they're great. They're both, like, just decent people who want to help their friends. And, like, like, here's the thing. Brie, is that if if you were ever in a position where you had to go to the Death Island to like 
to, to save somebody, uh-huh. I I would support you. I would not be on that boat with you. <laughs> I, I just, just, that's just the type of person I am. Like, I'm not fucking going you know, to Death Island. No. Christy, that's, I understand. I, I would not ask you to come with me to you. Death Island. It's, it's, I understand. Yeah, like, come on, I got, I got shit to do. That includes not dying. Yeah, you got it. You got <laughs> yeah yeah it it's funny because i actually it, I it had been a while since i had seen this film and i honestly couldn't remember if ingrid died or so i was just ex- i was oh. just expecting the beast to pop out and i guess just fucking wallop her and and then that would be <laughs> the end of ingrid yeah i guess i mean they wanted to make a show that like the beast, for the most part, doesn't want to kill people. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like, uh, Agar doesn't. Yeah, Agnar's. When the beast is going nuts, then the beast is doing its thing. But, like, Agar doesn't want to just kill people. Well, and it... But he gets attacked all the time because he's a big beastie on an island where a bunch of people yeah. were killed. Yeah, and he has this whole... he So he has this whole setup on the island where he has these cages that... That can only be unlocked from the inside. And when he's talking to the king, we find out that for a while, um, the beast... So, like, the beast... Agnar got turned into the beast, and there were still other villagers on the island. And so, I guess, like, during the day, he and the villagers tried to construct these cages so that Agnar wouldn't kill them at night? But then, as the king discovers, like, eventually people got sick. Specifically, there were apparently kids on this island that, oh, like, yeah, they have yeah. this conversation about, um, like, the kids got sick and Agnar as the beast tried to help them, but they eventually all died. But, but yeah, it's... I don't know why they didn't leave the island. Well, yeah, and that's... <sighs> You know, like, and, and, and... It's not like they're trapped there. Yeah. And also, too, like, why didn't... Why wouldn't you lock up Agnar? Like, why did they spend all these time, this time making fucking cages for everybody else to live in when they could have just been locking up Agnar at night? Well, I'm, I'm guessing that, like, Agnar's curse into beastie form was, like... When he became a beastie boy, he didn't go back to the village, I have a feeling. Okay. Like, he probably, uh, I, f- I think that he probably made the cages to lock from the inside himself uh, for when people, because people kept coming to the island and he'd have to mm. kill them. So he's like, maybe if I, if I can stop people and I can put them in these cages, then they can let themselves out and go. <laughs> Oh god. Cuz like he's he's when he doesn't kill the king no. and uh Freya's like why didn't you just kill the king? He's like I'm fucking lonely. Oh yeah, yeah, there was that point too and he talks about like being able to talk with people. I'm just sort of sad. Yeah. <laughs> and he talks about being able to talk with people kind of helps staves off stave off the curse because you know, I guess it gives yeah. the human side I, I guess like it something to latch yeah. onto. Yeah, 
it is like a fun premise for a Beauty and the Beast story. I'll give it that. And they, and again, I wish that like yeah. somebody else could do a better version of this movie. <laughs> just a little tighter on the script. Just a yeah. little, you know. Like just take out all these these kind of like cool bits of like, um. Yeah, like even like yeah again like Ingrid. I, and maybe this is like maybe this is why you need to have that pre-existing connection with them because I was gonna say like maybe if if um Agnar as the beast if he's able to keep his senses during the day then yeah like why couldn't he just be a part of a village and then just at night when he's going to lose himself they just make sure to lock him up like he could still be integrated into a village that way but Maybe it's because it's mostly because Freya is there that she gives him something even stronger oh, to latch yeah, onto. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. There's ways that that this could work really yeah. well, but it just it this is just not quite there. Like, it's not bad. It's not the worst by any means. Mm -hmm. It's just not quite yeah. there. Maybe that's what he was trying... Maybe that's why he made Beauty and the Beast a dark tale. Is that he was like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't quite get what I wanted. Maybe. But that was... I think that one was like a... A step back for sure. Um, I mean, even like... <laughs> IM, IMDB agrees with me in that Blood of Beast, not that it has a great rating, it's 4.1, but Beauty and the Beast and Dark okay. Tale has 3.1 out of 10. So... Uh, well... You tried. You tried, David Lister. You tried, man. Good oh. effort. I do I do kind of love that just by just by him having done a few movies that involved princesses he is now he's he's the director <laughs> that we have looked at the most on <laughs> this podcast. Oh yeah. Well, I mean other than Richard Oh Rich. yes, of course, of course. I don't think anyone's going to take that mantle no, from him. No, but how, second most how for could sure. I have forgotten. <laughs> God, please make more movies. Yeah. Is he still directing? Is he still making? He, stuff? I so there's I could see in his in his IMDb, but yeah, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like he's doing any feature films. Um. Oh. So I yeah, so that's kind of a, it's it's actually uh, Beauty and the Beast of Dark Tale was the last film that he did. In 2010, so Aww. I wonder if he's maybe just retired at this point. Well, maybe. Well, alas, oh. we need to convince him come back out of retirement, please. <laughs> please, we need more. <laughs> we need more from your cinematics universe. We need more versions of Beauty and the yeah. Beast. Gosh, I need to count up how many different versions of Beauty and the Beast I have. Um, oh, God, there's yeah. This is I this imagine. is the thing when you run a podcast like this is that you have a lot of like the same fairy tale over and over. <laughs> um, 
I have uh-huh. so many different versions of Cinderella. I think Cinderella is the one that I have the most of because it's such an easy fairy tale to adapt, whether you want to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's. You. Yeah. That you could either do it very traditionally, you know, with the whole ball setting and the medieval thing, um, or you could do a modern retelling because really all you need is a, a very nice person who is in a family of shitty step sisters and a stepmother <laughs> and they meet someone yeah, yeah, yeah. who they fall in love with and that's that's really yep. all you need for the Cinderella story you did it you made a Cinderella yeah. so it's it's very easy to ad- to adapt beauty and the beast i like i have a good few uh, different versions of it but it is a harder to adapt story because you got to figure out, yeah, you, you got to figure out what you're doing for the beast. Um, sometimes it's a man in a bear <laughs> suit. Sometimes it's a dude with some sweet tattoos. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a movie that we'll have to watch one day. We're gonna, uh, you're gonna make me watch. Hell Beastly? yeah! Hell yeah! Oh boy. Oh, that was, boy. It's been a while since I've watched that movie, but I remember watching it and thinking, oh yeah, this is, this is a good one. <laughs> this is the, sh- this, this yeah, is the Yeah, this, this is, this is some weird fucking, like, shit. <laughs> that, like, how, it's one of those movies that you're just like, how did this get made, really? Like, how, how did, how did yeah. this happen? I forget if that one came out. Was that, like, around the time of Twilight? Was that why? I think so. Yeah, I okay. think so. So it was probably probably like somebody like two thousand. Oh, it said twenty eleven. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Based on a a two thousand seven novel of the yeah. same name. Yeah, that tracks. Then I can't remember. I haven't watched Beastly, but I feel like I watched like back in the the ye old heyday of internet reviewers. I think I've probably watched someone talk about Beastly. Yeah, that would have been that would have been right in the 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 internet reviewer movie heyday. So absolutely, I'm sure someone yeah. did it. I I didn't watch it. Yeah. I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't see any reviews of it myself. But I remember going over to a friend's place, and. They had this movie at the ready because they, you know, they knew of the Bad Princess movie shit. Oh, and we good. watched it and I was just, again, I was just fascinated. And I, it was the type of movie that I felt like I was being pranked because <laughs> there was one particular line that a character, that the character has at the beginning. And it felt so on the nose that I was like, uh-huh. this is this is fake, right? This is a joke movie. Yeah, like someone wrote this as a yeah as a, joke, as a prank right? on me. Um, Jupiter Jupiter ascending <laughs> on me personally? Yeah, me personally. Jupiter ascending was another movie that again I felt very huh. pranked by, and that is that is also like a princess movie. So we will have to fucking watch that one one day. Oh too. my god. I've always wanted to watch. I haven't watched that Ooh. one yet. <gasps> Christy. Ooh, Ooh what a Ooh, treat. Well, f- oh, I look forward yeah, to that. So I'll, have to, I'll, I'll make a note to make sure that one gets discussed next year in, in the, the fucking yes. fifth season of this fucking podcast, if you could believe it. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. bizarre. 
<laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, goodness. What else? What else to talk about this one? Oh. I don't know. I'm running. I'm running out of steam. Yeah. It's it, this. This one's. This one was a lot. Like it was just. A, yeah. It was. But it's like it is absolutely. I know sometimes that we waffle on like, is this a good one for a bad movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is definitely a have a have a silly bad movie night and enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is this is one of the ones that when I watched, I was excited to show folks, you know. So that's how you know it's a winner. Where it's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be, this is gonna be good for one of the main movies of the night. Sometimes we we talk about like this is the movie that you watch when you've ordered pizza and you're waiting for it to arrive. Yeah, this is this is one. This is you've got your pizza. You're settled in. You're ready. You're, you are strapped in to watch Blood of Beasts. <laughs> You got your pizza. The breadsticks are on the table. It's time oh, to go. Yeah. I don't want pizza. Oh, I want breadsticks. Yeah, mostly I just want breadsticks, yeah. actually. Well. <laughs> well, Christy, is it time to go get pizza and breadsticks? I, I think so. I think so. But before we leave, I do want to give one small update um uh-huh I yeah saw this. you sent me this <laughs> so we're i'm this, so sorry this Christy. is the fucking countdown to swan princess 12 this is the you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna have this fucking portion of the podcast for the next couple of weeks but to give y'all a small update <laughs> i sadly received an email from the <sighs> the folks at the swan princess um llc and they basically, they have said that there's some technical <laughs> difficulties in the manufacturing of the DVD for the last movie. Oh, so it's been... Of course. The DVD release date was going to be in October, but now it's been pushed to early November. So now we have to wait that much <sighs> fucking longer for my precious DVD. I'm sorry, I legitimately this ruined my day when I got this email. Oh no! So I sent it to Bree. I no. sent it to Steve. <laughs> just to just so that people knew my fucking pain. Oh, no. I was so ah uh, like we oh. are still gonna be able to take a look at it in November. I think, anyways. Oh fuck! I yeah. like hopefully the recording schedule works out. I mean, we will be watching it in November. I'm just not sure when the episode will go up. Yeah, it might be in might December. Might be in December. So I guess we'll see if if we have to get Bree through Nutcracker November. <laughs> the full Nutcracker November experience. Maybe. <gasps> no, maybe it can save me from one of the Nutcrackers. We'll see. We'll see. Please give me this gift. Give me this one last final gift, Swan Princess. <sighs> we shall see. I better not. I allow me to escape. <laughs> no. When I, when I sent this to Steve, um, he told me that I. Oh, what did Steve say? <laughs> Let me pull it up here. Oh. Okay. He says. Okay. So he says, um, "Be grateful. This email is probably the only thing you will get a fitting end." So Steve thinks that. Steve. <gasps> Steve thinks. That they're, 
that it's just not going to come out? Like, you're, they're not going to release the DVD? I, yeah, I guess. Or he's... I mean, you've already seen it. You've seen yes, the movie. Yes, I have seen, yeah, so. the streaming version. But I, if I can't get my greasy little hands on that physical DVD, I'm going to be so fucking mad. <laughs> there is a spot on my shelf that is anxiously awaiting Swan Princess 12. Oh, dedicated. If, if I don't get that, I'm going to be, I, I, this is, this, and this is why we don't watch a lot of streaming movies because I like the physical, <laughs> I like possessing these things like a fucking golem, you know? Uh, you are you are a dragon, and your horde is yes. movies. Yes, one of my hordes, anyways. You want to have them physically. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, well, your biggest yeah. horde <laughs> is movies. Uh yes, it's just I. So I guess we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted. Um, I will also say Steve also said because I I sent him just the screenshot of the the, the email which included <laughs> the Swan Princess letterhead, and he said. In the oh. first few seconds of reading it, I thought it might be a cease and desist letter to you personally. Which <laughs> 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 that would have been amazing. <laughs> they had enough of our yeah. shit. I guess. <laughs> like, dear Christy, we found your podcast. Stop this fucking bullshit. We found your fucking podcast. Richard Rich is very upset with you. <laughs> No! Richard Rich. Richard, Richard, if you would have just listened to the podcast, you would know we had so many good (laughs) ideas for you. We could have saved this franchise, Richard Rich. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Richard. Richard. Richard Rich. Richard, hear our voices. Please, Richard Rich. Steve Steve also says this is just me reading messages that Steve sent me. Sorry, Steve. Hope you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, He'll yeah, never fuck know. Fuck you, Steve. Or I does he? I know I'm mixed I'm mixed on that, whether or not he does. Sometimes 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 I feel like he does it as a jump scare specifically yeah. for you to be like, I heard what you said on the podcast. Just sometimes. Yeah, yeah just to like I don't know, fuck so with me. Keep you on yeah, your toes. Exactly. Um but he, he says, you know at least one person on that movie listens to every one of your podcasts and then he was trying to he was trying to <laughs> convince me to try and find them and invite them on. And and I Listen, if if you have worked on the Swan Princess films, please reach out to Chris. Yeah, I mean, feel free to email us at badprincessmovies at gmail.com. But also please know that we are just goofing and I do not, I do not want to dunk yes. on the folks. We are never, we, we have made it abundantly clear that we are not yes. dunking on, <laughs> I think, on them. It's, we love the Swan yes. Princess films. I we might we might criticize and poke fun, but these movies legitimately have like a oh, weird yeah. little place in my heart, and I'm legitimately sad that like, the series am... is ending. Yeah, like I'm actually kind of bummed that we're not getting any more yeah. Swan Princess movies. But I feel like people got to move on; they got to make other things. No, I understand. But he's not. He's just retiring, and he shouldn't be allowed to retire, Richard. <laughs> People can no. retire. People can retire. Not when I count on them for entertainment. 
very selfish of them. <sighs> well, well, you heard Christy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can't, can't stop. stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop the Swamp Princess. <laughs> we'll find a way. Well, maybe we could buy this right to the Swamp Princess story. I was just about to say, I wonder how much... Probably yeah. tight. The man's name is Richard Rich. He's too rich for... Are you, are you confusing him with cartoon character Richie Rich? Richie Rich? Maybe. <laughs> He's got his little Dalmatian with dollar signs and stuff spots. <laughs> I mean, he would be Richie Rich. That That is his name. I, oh, you know what? If I ever get the chance to meet him, I'll ask him that. Specifically, did you get bullied for your association with Richie Rich? Because I feel like that's a thing. Maybe. Aww. Hmm. Or he was called Dick Rich. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's so good. Thank you. Thank you for blessing me with that knowledge. I hadn't even considered that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, good. Well, Rich did. <laughs> that's probably a good spot to end. Ooh. Oh, actually. Hang on. So, oh, okay. So we got one last thing. Uh, I got a message on mm -hmm. Tumblr um, from an anonymous person, but it's the same person who made uh, the letterbox list. Yeah. Of, of all of our movies. Yeah, the one. Um, and I think, yeah. So they found some more things to suggest, and I guess there's a public, uh, a public list okay. that they've made. For, for suggestions, so we'll have to be checking some of those out. I'll, I'll have to try and look that up and figure out... Yeah. Yeah, because I, I definitely... I I basically, every so often, I will just go and, like, look on IMDb or look on eBay or Amazon and just see what pops <laughs> up with princesses as the keyword, so... I, I would love to see if anybody else has assembled a list of princess movies. Um, yes. Definitely feel free if there's... I don't know how Letterboxd works. If you could just, like... Like, if you could just send it to me on Twitter. Yeah, if we, if you want to send it through Twitter or through Tumblr messaging to me or, or through email, however you want to send it over. We would love to see people's yeah. suggestions. I'm always down to see more princess movies because if and if there's ones that christy doesn't even know about that's even yeah. that's like a treasure a and that's find. always kind of magical because there are those like i feel like there's definitely a good amount of movies that i have some awareness of even if i haven't yet watched them but when it's a movie that takes me by complete surprise it's like it's like this magical <laughs> like like i found like a gemstone Someone has given like a, a precious yeah. jewel, a precious gift. So to it almost you. feels like wizardry. It's like, how has this movie escaped my grasp until now? <laughs> well, no matter. Now, now. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is that 
about do it. I th- oh, thank you so much to the uh, the Letterbox list maker for for reading yeah. out again on thank on you. Tumblr. That's awesome. Thank you for enjoying our podcast. Mm, thank you so much. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be it then. Look yeah. forward to our ultimate Halloweeny uh, episode coming. I'm out. so excited. I don't even know yeah. what it is. We're, we're I'm ready for this for the spooky, spooky times. times. We're doing something a little different with the next episode, so we'll see if it works out cuz maybe that opens up so and some new avenues for us to consume princess related animated or non-animated media. Yeah. Ooh, vague. Oh wait, I think I remember <laughs> what you I think I remember what you mentioned what it was Ooh. now. Excellent, cool, Ooh, good. Breeze Ooh. poor memory. Ooh, I can't remember <laughs> shit. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, yeah. everyone. If you want to follow us on Twitter, check us out at Bad Princess MOV. If you want to send us an email, feel free to do that at badprincessmovies at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the catalog of Bad Princess Movies, you could do that at badprincessmovies.com. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ooh. See you next time. Ooh, Halloween for the spooky Ooh. month. Ooh, spooky space pop. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the spookiest of all.